Welcome to The Hunt, stories from Monster Hunter, where you can sharpen up on your Monster Hunter skills. We discuss Monster Hunter games inside and out, focusing on Monster Hunter World and Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate. Here are your hosts, Phil Willis and Michael Apps. Welcome to The Hunt, stories from Monster Hunter, where you can sharpen up your Monster Hunter skills without the need for a whetstone. I mean, we're becoming so big we have our own audience cheering in the background. Uh, this is a podcast where we discuss Monster Hunter games inside and out. I am Phil Willis, and this is Mr. Michael Apps. Hello. The timing on that is amazing, by the way. Yeah. The audience is cheering to you too, Mr. Apps. Oh, well, now they're booing you. Oh. Yeah. Sorry about there's, that. There's probably a good, good reason they're booing me. The public is very fickle. They turn on you in a heartbeat. Well, I have been negligent in my monster hunting duties. Yeah, that's why they're booing you. Yeah. You gotta get on it. There's lots of monsters behind, especially with all of the announcements we have. Yes. Okay, it's one of the big announcements. A bunch of little announcements don't have. Uh, anyway, so... Woo! Uh, you know, I don't think we really have, like, an official news section, so we're just gonna come right out with, with some monster hunter. I mean, generally... News. Yeah, I mean, generally we just talk about it on the show, give you tips, and we talk about our adventures and things like that. But there was uh, there was some announcements, just just some announcements after the video game review show, like a few days after that. And uh, let's see here. So yeah, there, yeah, just a few, just a few about Monster Hunter World, the game that you are constantly playing nonstop, Mister Apps. I've actually fired it back up. All and right. I'm currently working on building a new hammer. It's all about the new hammers. There's one really yes. cool one that's like this big metal grate that has a firefly inside of it. So you got this big hammer and you Ooh, can see the firefly sweet. floating inside in it. Yeah, it's really... Yeah, there's not too many cool looking weapons in Monster Hunter World. You got to take the olive brains they offer you. <laughs> so that that is one of them. But anywho, uh, so they announced the rest of the... Uh, basically the, the DLCs and updates that are coming out for Monster Hunter World. And I mean, the big one that stuck... I mean, they, they have, for example... Arc tempered, um, oh my goodness gracious, the name has just left me. The big, huge gold eater that moves super slow. Uh, um, Goldilocks? Yeah, oh my gosh, now I have to Google this up. Uh, <laughs> I should know this. A uh, cool Taroth. And mm. and when they made that announcement, I just groaned because anyone who's gotten to Kulf Taroth, it's this big, huge creature. Uh, you definitely need multiple people to take him down. It's a multi-stage fight. So whenever you fight him, you don't just fight him for like one session, but you'll fight him back to back to back before you finally defeat him and you get uh, golden weapons. And so you, a lot of us were farming him for... Uh, his parts and the golden weapons but since you had to fire multiple times to have one shot and you needed multiple shots to get anywhere close to what you wanted you really got sick and tired of fighting by the time you were done with the event that so uh it's a limited time event you can't really just go and fight cold whenever you want to they're bringing him back but he's gonna be arc tempered so he's <laughs> going to be tougher to beat he's gonna have a few a couple of new phases and he's going to drop these new incandescent weapons. So before he would drop these gold weapons with random attributes that were like rank six, seven, eight. Uh, so they were kind of top tier and kind of random. And I would get a bajillion of them and find like one that I might be able to use and sell the rest. So uh, yeah, this one is going to be uh, a lot. Uh, uh, so you have these incandescent weapons, but you only have a chance to get them. So you're going to have to farm him a lot more to get what you and it's just like, oh, guys, you could have come up with something more creative. I think I would have taken arc-tempered Pookie Pookie over this. <laughs> um, so, okay, so that was a little, for me, that was a little groundwork. Uh, then there was, have you gotten to Nergigante yet? Uh, I don't think so. 
So Nurja, Nurja Gante is kind of like the flagship you know, monster on Monster Hunter. He's vicious. He's cool. We've talked about him before. Uh, there's going to be an update that gives you, and I believe it's an art-tempered version of Nurja Gante. Because if he wasn't Ooh. devastating and deadly enough and everything else already, if I, I'm, I'm even afraid to touch his, is it called his regular tempered mode or whatever the purple you know so you got you got nergigante and then you got like super nergigante whatever it's called tempered nergig uh and then there's arc tempered nergigante I, I can't even i don't even want to touch i did it one time i fought tempered nergigante and i was screaming like a little girl the entire time <laughs> exactly <laughs> like that so yeah but uh but I think that'll be fun for people. It's nice to have kind of an arc, arc tippered, I'm sure. Uh, then probably one of the bigger updates will be, or that I'm, I am looking forward to, is it's finally happened. We've got to tie it with The Witcher. Geralt's going to be coming. See, the audience is excited. Honest to God, I actually completely forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, Geralt is coming. I'm super excited because... I announced a month or so ago, for those who are following Twitter or reading up on RP Gamer, uh, we, you know, I do the CRPG club where we play a computer role-playing game, you know, every month of the year. It's kind of like a book club. And 2019 is the year of The Witcher. So we're actually planning on playing through all The Witcher games. Uh, I personally am li- already start listening to the books so I can have all that backstory. But it was really funny, like a few weeks later they announced, oh, we're going to have Witcher coming in 2019 to Monster Hunter. I'm telling you, these guys are, they're following my... <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, based on what happened to us in a certain Smash game, um, they certainly seem to be doing things for us. Oh. Can I tell that story real quick? Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Go ahead. <laughs> so uh, Phil and I uh, naturally were playing some Smash as soon as it came out, and the first, the very first assist trophy that popped up um, when we played a multiplayer game was... Uh, uh, which monster? It was a monster from Monster Hunter. Which one Rathalos? was it? Rathalos. Rathalos, yes. Uh, which and it's was also captured on video. Which I need to get that on YouTube at some point. But yeah, uh, you have to watch it when we get the video because cool. we were screaming again yeah. like little girls, uh, <laughs> just like that. It was it was just insane. Like out of it's the first trophy monster that one of us po- I popped. It's like, yeah. out of all of the trophy creatures we could have got, we got a Rathalos. Yeah, and there are a lot in the game, so... Yeah, yeah there was a lot. I mean, I think our chances were probably something 1 in 50 or 100 or something. Oh, like yeah. Uh, and, and I will say, Rathalos did a rather fabulous job of kicking your arse. Yes, yes, it did. I lost pretty horrible. Don't, horribly. Don't, don't screw around with Rathalos. No. Uh, so, uh, yeah, back to the Witcher. Yeah, so Witcher is coming. And uh, it's awesome. They had a little trailer, and he's basically, you know, Magic Portal popped in from his world, drops into the world of Monster Hunter, and he's looking around. There's, you know, the people, the monsters. He's like, this is why I hate pools, which if you if you know anything about Geralt, uh, he can, you know, in his books especially, he goes through the horror stories of people who uh, have ended up on the wrong end of wizards' teleportation pools. <laughs> so he's like, you know, if you remember Dr. McQuay from Star Trek, how he always hated the Twitter device, Geralt always hates using port around using portals especially so uh that i thought that was a great line they're already doing a good job of using us witcher but uh yeah it kind of makes sense because garal as a witcher his line of work is he is hired to hunt monsters what he does your code and there's a whole background it's an interesting thing go check out the books go go check out the games or g club but it is absolutely the right thing to tie in with monster so that is really awesome looking forward to whatever quest or they're going to do with that 
So don't ask me which order those things are in, but I think that's the gist of everything they have left for Monster Hunter. Except yep, for this, da- yeah, yeah, one, except for one tiny little detail. A tiny, teensy little detail. Weensy. They have a new, what is it? Is it an expansion DLC? Expansion! A pre- a premium DLC. You know what? It's really funny. I actually told one of my friends that there's an expansion coming out for Monster Hunter World. And he's like, what the hell is an expansion? That's how old we are, Mike. <laughs> No, yep. no, we're not old. We are no. old. I'm sorry, Mike. The, the kids today, they only know it as DLC. Uh, uh, so, But let's just say it's a premium DLC, and it's going to be huge. Uh, Monster Hunter World Iceborne, uh, which is essentially Monster Hunter World G. Let's just be honest. It's Monster yeah, Hunter they, World G. I mean, they basically said that. Yeah, yeah. You're going to have a brand. You're going to have a new campaign. Uh, you're uh, well, you know, story that's going to follow at the end of Monster Hunter World's campaign. You're up new weapons, quests, environments, and monsters. And being that the name is Iceborne, we can only conclude that means we're going to get a whole bunch of fire monsters. Of course, because I think what Monster Hunter World really needs right now are more fire monsters. I mean, it doesn't have enough. It's only got what, like eighty or so, right? Roughly. Yeah, yeah. Um, and did you see the, uh, you know, did you see the eyes of the creature that was, that was staring at the end of that? I that did not catch that, actually. Red, red eyes, uh, and, uh, oh yeah, they were staring at us, and it was growling. What's your favorite growling cat-like creature from Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate? No! <laughs> No, not that thing. Oh yes, that thing. That thing. Oh, yep. Yeah. I'm not talking about. Uh, I'm not talking about Palicos. No. Well, at least it'll be in glorious HD, I guess. Uh, let's see here. I'm trying I'm actually like struggling. It's Nurga Kuga or something like that. I'm. I'm trying to. I'm looking it up Nurga so I can get Kuga, the Nurchik. Ner, uh, it's, not, it's not Nival Snarf, I can tell you that much. Uh, I know everybody Nerd. wants Nival Snarf or whatever to come here. It, uh, Narg, Nargakuga. Uh, yeah, so if you're not familiar, uh, he was introduced in Monster Hunter Freedom Unite. He's got the black scales, he's got the fur, and he's always got those red glowing eyes, especially when he's enraged and he's all cranky at you for throwing a sonic bomb at him. So he kind of looks like a mixture between a panther and a bat, and I don't remember if he was like the flagship monster of one of the games, but he certainly could be, feel like one, because he's vicious, he comes right at you, he's, he's beautifully animated, and he is in, I believe he's in Generate, I think we've seen him in Generate, right? Pretty sure. It's yeah. it's hard to keep track because there are so many freaking monsters and yeah. generations. Yeah, so so he's coming. And and because this is snow area and stuff, and that's where he would hang out, uh, we could also, a lot of us are also kind of guessing that we're also going to see your other favorite monster, T-Grex. Oh, God. Can't they just give us more fire monsters? We don't have enough of those. Yeah, yeah, no, more T-Grex. So that is super exciting. It's coming out, I think, in the fall of next year. So Mr. Apps really has to get on his game on getting his character leveled up and ready. Yes. Get that. I've get already that. started working on that. Or, yeah, I wouldn't think they would make us start over. Do you? Would they? No, I don't think it's going to be like, I don't think it's going to be anything like the the previous G generations. I mean, I'm sure they're going to resell the game in like a full package, but... Uh, yeah, I'm sure we're going to... Actually, I mean, like, the last G, uh, G version, uh, not that any of us in the U.S. Oh, wait, no, we did get to see. Yeah, like, Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate, you could transfer your characters, so mm-hmm. I'm sure 
we're not going to have to start this over at all. Right. Monster Hunter Generations Limited had that had that app. Yeah. Uh, had the app that would <laughs> let you transfer your character from your 3DS to the Switch, which I took advantage of. Not that it helped me all that much. Uh, but yeah, it was there. It was totally a thing. So yeah, lots of super excitement. The other little thing I forgot to mention is there is a new uh, demo your friends can play now with you. So if yes. you're fully into the game and you quite haven't convinced your friends, encourage them to download the demo. And that will let them, uh, you know, play that with you. So if you're if you know one of the five to ten people who haven't played Monster Hunter World yet, now you can get them to play it for free. Get them into it and get them addicted. The yeah. taste is for free. And yeah. They need to buy the game. And you can probably get on a good sale at this. It's. I mean, man, it's been a crazy, crazy year for the series. That at the start of the year yeah. uh, was kind of this niche little, you know. Japanese series that was growing in popularity a bit, and then all of a sudden it was uh, Capcom's best-selling game of all time, and <laughs> I it's, don't it's really amazing. know how to handle that. You know, I, I every every year I have a year of like, it's kind of something I start doing where um, I have a year of whatever where I'll change my icons, you know, and like Twitter and stuff. I'll put you know I'll buy a statue, put it on my desk. So twenty. You know, 2016 was Horizon Zero Dawn. 2017 was Year of Monster Hunter. And so I bought, I had a Monster Hunter statue on my desk. Like I said, I changed my icons. And because I was all excited about the release of Monster Hunter in the world. Mr. Raps and I already knew how awesome Monster Hunter was. Uh, and, and I knew that Monster Hunter World was going to consume a lot of my time during the year, but I had no idea that it going to just blow up so big and that by the, before the end of the year, we would get Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate on the Switch, uh, was also super awesome. Uh, it is truly uh, phenomenally worth the series and a super exciting time to be a fan of the, so. Yeah. And hopefully more good times to come. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see. I am still hopeful we'll see another game on the Switch because that was the other surprise this year. I did not expect Generations to grab me ever, like ever. Like obviously, I've complained about it on this show before, and uh, yeah, I didn't didn't think it was ever going to take, and it, it kind of did. And I think we've put tons of hours into it, and we've covered what we think like a quarter of the con the content in that game, if that. If that, yeah, yeah, it's insane. It's, it's it's yeah yeah it's, yeah, it's super crazy. super deep but it is a good counter to Monster Hunter World like while very gorgeous in many ways is very shallow so yeah. uh, if you're like if you if you're like me you play Monster Hunter World and you're still hungry more you know Monster Hunter Four on the 3DS or Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate on your Switch are both excellent choices uh, you know depending on which system you have and you know how you feel about the store Monster Hunter Four has a better story. Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate has more ways to play with the weapon styles and the such. So, hey, many generations of it all. Who are we? Uh, anywho, yeah, that was a long opening segment, but we had a lot to talk about there. So uh, we're going to take a break. We do try to keep to an hour. So uh, we'll see if we can still do that. When we come back, we'll get the ball rolling with our actual assigned quest. This is the assigned 
quest where uh, where we get to chit chat about stuff. Did, did we ever tell that story? We basically chit chat about whatever have you. Uh, but Mike, did we ever tell that story about you almost lost? I can't remember if we did actually did the story we're using your copy. But did we do that last. Year? We did, okay. yeah. All right, make sure. the the nearly lost copy of Monster Hunter World. All right. So yeah, definitely apologies. Uh, we keep uh, we really do need it more often. Uh, that's what happens. Life happens. It comes out. But um, go check out my review. Uh, not for review. Adventures Corner on E. Awesome. Um, if you like Monster Hunter, you'll probably like Vitzkov. Similar traits. But anywho, uh, the, we, 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 we did take some time out and kill. We went on a good run together, knocking out some of our three-star multiplayer quests. Yes. <laughs> so the first monster that I had listed here was a Yian Kaku, which is a recolored version of the flying, yeah, the wyvern the, the that doesn't fly a whole lot. He goes all crazy. Maybe she's oh, yeah. easy on you, but yeah, he he runs around, throws a bunch of fireballs out, screams a lot. It's a general pestilence, sets you on fire, but not too hard to kill. No, quite annoying though. Yep. Then we took on a hermitar. Hermitar, yeah, that thing is. I don't want to say it's easy, but it wasn't really that hard. I remember fighting him. Like I think the first time I fought him in four was in high rank, and he was like the first high rank monster I think I, I fought in single player. A bit intimidating, and because he was a high rank monster, his he was doing more damage just by virtue of that fact. So I was kind of running for my life, drinking a lot of potions, trying to figure out this whole thing where he'll just pop out the ground. He he basically looks like a crab, like a crab, but on his back where a crab would just have more red shell. Instead, he has like this big triceratops or rhinoceros kind of a dinosaur size shell covering his back so, yeah yeah if you're trying to attack him from behind you're not going to get anywhere but it's not usual for him to kind of like back up he's backing up into you but in reality it's that that horn from the triceratops which is covering his ass is ramming yeah and that attack you. does so much damage mm-hmm. uh he likes to do the whole let me dive underneath the ground and just pop up underneath of you deal and and I, I if I'm not mistaken, but that gets a little irritating to me because you know it's not a Triceratops; it's a freaking Diablos. That's what it is. It's a Diablos. You're, I think skull. you're right. Yeah. 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 I don't know why I said it's a definitely Diablos. Maybe it depends on what version you're. So another screen doesn't quite look like a Diablos. But anywho, uh, I hate that part because he'll go underneath the ground. You know he's gonna pop up, so you have to keep running around like a chicken. It's a waste of time. I want to cut him up, but you have to aim for his juicy bits, which are basically anything but that big shell on his back, and probably <laughs> his claws are pretty armored. And he'll defend himself with those. He does yeah. hit you with a water attack. He can give you that condition, that drains your endurance, because that's what every sand crab has: is a water attack. Stupid. Yeah, really, he's not too bad. It's just that, like, the the attacks with his shell that really kind of mess you up if you're not careful. But, I mean, other than that, I don't think we had too much trouble. No. Except maybe the first time we fought. I think it took us forever the first time we fought it. Stubborn. And then we, we got not only one, not only two, but we got to fight three Nibel Snarfs in a row. E question mark? Yeah. yeah. Or maybe I'm mixing up with a single-player quest. Did, did we fight we fought three new uh, I think that was a single player quest. Single player, okay. Then I fought three Nival Snarfs and they suck. <laughs> <laughs> Another one that's in the sand. He's in the same area as the Hermitar and he's underground and he's doing he, Nival Snarfs. We've talked about Nival Uh But then uh, the last monster you and I fought was the very uniquely named Gameth. You, have, you guys will have no idea what the hell a Gameth is. <sighs> it totally. Someone ran out of ideas for monster names. Yeah. 
Yeah, so, yeah, we're just going to take the M in Mammoth and put it in a G in front, and you have a couple different monster. Uh, it looks like a mammoth, just like the name suggests, except it probably has more shells. It's like it has more of a shelly, you know, exoskeleton on its head type of thing that protects it. It's kind of, it's got a lot of ice around, like, its legs and stuff, so as you're fighting it, I noticed that you had to kind of knock the ice off, and that it would regenerate yeah. quite often. Uh, it's... But it's still mostly just like an armored, icy-looking woolly mammoth. Yeah, and and I I really I think um, he was kind of underwhelming. I I just compare. I guess I'm so used to fight. How many other monsters have we fought that are just zipping around? You know, from one of us a to ton. A, a ton. And then you get the yeah. woolly mammoth guy who just takes his sweet ass time. He does do sweeping attacks. Uh, yeah, but, but, I... but yeah. It never felt like we were much in much danger in that fight. Maybe we've just had too much experience with like these giant slow-ish monsters, but it felt like this this thing can hurt. This is taking a bit, but you know, it never felt like oh, we're gonna lose this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was kind of it was kind of just okay. We're gonna beat this at some point. We just gotta keep going. Yeah, didn't have any carts or anyone. Nope. So yeah, we took we took him down. Uh, you know, not not a big not a big thing there. I, I do hear that there's a Gene Rake version of Gameth for us to look forward to, though. Hopefully, it's just this easy. Yeah, right. We'll have, we'll have an easy G rank quest we can use to to farm uh, G rank armor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, so that was Gameth. That's kind of what we were doing for. I did a lot. I did a lot of similar stuff, but it's my. I'm just continuing my quest to clear off the the lower rank stuff, just to say I've done it all. And it's just so many. It takes a while. It the thing takes that kind of, a while. The thing that caught me, I think, when I got to four stars, was you have to do a lot of like the requests the villagers ask you, or a lot. Some of the key quests will not be unlocked, mm -hmm. and then you kind of have to wander back and do a lot of that so that's kind of another complaint about the game although you know as i mean really i'm having so much fun playing that game when i sit down and play it that you know more of it is kind of a minor complaint yeah so yeah working through yeah and not to mention if you miss some of those you may not unlock some really cool things too like extra gardens or farms or whatever they're called you know so it's important that you you probably at least, if you don't do them all, you at least take the time to research which ones you need to focus on. But don't be surprised if you're like, oh, I need to do this quest to unlock, you know, this thing for my farm. And then find out, oh, wait, I got to do these other prerequisites, <laughs> these other quests. Because the well goes deep in Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate. Yes, it does. I'm sorry, in Monster Hunter Generations. Not to be confused with Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate. <laughs> Where the well does not run quite as deep. Yeah. Uh, it, uh, I was just thinking Monster Hunter Ultimate because uh, in that article about the new Iceborne expansion, they said the developer said it would be somewhere the expansion would be somewhere around the size of Monster Hunter Four Ultimate's expansion. And then I realized, oh wait a minute, I never played Monster Hunter Four Original, so I have no clue how much bigger Ultimate made it. Mm. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> I don't have a point of comparison there. But there is, by the way, going back to that real quick, there is a trailer for that Boys and Girls. You can find it easily enough on YouTube. And Iceborne. That's Iceborne with it. Anywho, but yeah, that's uh, that's what we're working on. We'll take another little break and come back to, to investigate Xenojiva. And uh, welcome back. The investigation is where we take a notable monster 
and we drive dive into juicy bits. We're talking about Xenogeeve and Elder Dragon and the final boss of the story mode in Monster World found an elder recess uh this is a really really large dragon uh he inflicts uh, he is a, a dragon elemental and he inflicts all kinds of dragon by blight fire blight uh but like of many course of he's these... got something fire yeah of course right <laughs> what you expect him to breathe lightning oh come on come on mike you know better than that uh and 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 like so many others he's got a weakness to poison <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what it is to deal with poison, but my in, I have a poison insect glaive, and I use it with impunity. So many monsters. Anywho, he's really, really, really huge. Um, he's really big. He's very big in attacks, and his size will make it seem like when he jumps at you and stuff that, or jumps away from you, that it's not a lot of distance because he's just so big. And but then you realize, oh wait a minute, it's because he's so big. He's really coming at me a lot faster than I thought. Um, yeah, he is, he is really, really big. Uh, so he's not as slow as a gamma? Yeah, well, I just, it's just, uh, I felt like I was more a threat from him than I was with gamma, that's for, uh, <laughs> yeah, and especially with playing with other people, it's not unusual for somebody to get lazy and let their guard down and get hit while sweeping attacks, and, uh, you have to, yeah. be, you have to be kind of careful. Now, if you're, if you're really good at Monster Hunter, then you're not going to have a real problem with this guy, and in fact... Some of the criticism has been that for an epic final monster, really not all that challenging. Uh, now, one thing I will tell you is you get into a fight with this guy, you can't run away from him because you're you're basically locked in the circle. And he, uh, when he flies away, like when he gets hurt a bit and he flies away, you basically get uh, a Windrick or whatever will come and pull you into the next area. doesn't give you a lot of chance to go back to your chest and stock up and stuff. But if you're used to doing that and you want that ability, make sure you take... Um, Great. What's that item that always lets you go back to camp? Grr. Not a smoke bomb. Uh... Oh, well. Look it up. Um, it's, yeah. <laughs> there's an item that lets you immediately go back to camp, which I never used in the game because when you're not in combat in Monster Hunter World, you can easily just open up the menu and go back to anything you want. Um, but, uh, you know, here, because you're constantly in combat with having that thing out of a tight spot, there is, I think, a small window of opportunity to teleport back to your camp, but you're really quick about it. So having that Drake wing or whatever the hell it's called that gets you back to camp can save us in struggling. Um, and it's probably the only time I ever thought about really. Now, Monster Hunter World Ultimate, that, that thing actually you know, comes in handy with like collect and get back to you really quickly uh, because a lot of those quests you have to run all the way back to your one camp. But in Monster Hunter World, it, they, that's one of the quality of improvements they have. But yeah, he'll do he'll do different kinds of uh, fiery dragon blighty breath attacks that really cover a good chunk of the board. Uh, and and what you can do is you can hide behind stalagmites or whatever they're popping up out of the ground to give yourself some cover from that. If you're just not really good at dodging or you're like me, insect laboring. But uh, he'll he'll take out of the sky. He'll you know cause you problems in the sky if you don't uh, shoot him down with some slinger ammo you can find lying around uh, he'll do long-range projectile attacks while he's up there he'll do a diving claw attack while he's you know up there uh yeah he's he's a bit of a beast one of the really cool things is there are uh, one of the, i mean one of the big improvements of monster Hunter is that you can use the environment a lot and there are there are several key uh, stalagmites or stalactites they're called that are off on the ceiling that you can hit to bring down on his head and do massive damage. Ooh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And since Monster Hunter World shows you the numbers of the damage, I'm like, feel the awesomeness. That, of that is one change, I, I guess, because I'm a huge RPG nerd that I really loved, just being able to see the damage. Yeah. Yeah, it really gives you that feedback. Uh, 
you know, with the, with the other, you know, Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate, I'm just like, I'll keep whacking on him till he dies. I think I'm doing good. Not really sure. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, he, he's, he's, you know, so, so yeah, you're going to, you're going to fight him. He's already high rank because of the story quest. I understand that there's going to be like a tempered, arc tempered version of him or whatever that you can fight. He's also limited in that when you beat him. You he you can't just go and farm them whenever you want. There's not investigations or anything for Zajiva. But every once in a while, and it's the same thing with Zora Mondalos, it'll pop up as an optional quest. So, anywho, that's a that's a Xenoji. It, 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 it's kind of like it's interesting. I think a lot a lot of people I've talked to just not a fan of this fight. Uh, I feel like I personally feel like this. Is, I think Zeno was more entertaining than Zora Mondalos, which is the big walking. I, I, I enjoy this uh, battle. Yeah. yeah. Well, it doesn't, it wouldn't take much to be uh, better than that. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I think if we just swapped places with Nergigante, I think Nergigante is definitely flagship epic bet. Like for you fight Nerd, have you fought Nergigante? You need to do that in multiplayer. <laughs> I? I think you need to do it while I'm on, I want to hear, we need to, we need to stream <laughs> that shiz. We need to stream when you fight Nergigante for the first time. And, and you know, I'm not fun. even going to help. I just want to see how you handle Nurkidante <laughs> by yourself. I'm just going to stand back and cheer you on. Quote, unquote, cheer. Yeah, totally. Uh, I will say, I will say Zeno also makes some cool looking armor. I use it quite often. It's kind of got this gothic look. It's got a cape that looks all tattered to it. Uh, you're wearing, if you're using the, the female version, you have like this veil over you that kind of, it's, it's an interesting dynamic and look to it. Uh, the guy's armor has, of course, really big shoulder pads and horns and the such, along with the tattered cloak. It's really cool looking. And I believe the bonus uh, it, for the set is it 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 makes it to where your weapon reduces in durability half as fast. Nice. So, yeah, you don't have to quite sharpen quite as often. Not going to help you with your range weapons, but for, yeah, as Insect Glaive users that tear through durability uh, with those quick strikes, it does definitely come in handy and is kind of like a default armor for me and so it's it's not the armor i wear necessarily all the time simply because it <laughs> don't that doesn't make it something all too much but if you're not too worried about getting hit with fire it does have good default armor uh, it has plenty of slots. Uh, weakness to fire it sounds like it's basically useless i know right <laughs> don't don't get breathed on a whole lot um I mean, I mean, I guess you do need like some sort of armor for the one or two monsters that aren't fire-based. Yeah, all yeah, all two of them. <laughs> uh, and yeah, I also like the way Zeno Insect Wave looks. Zeno Shamina, Shamina. Oh my gosh, that <laughs> name is horribly written, but it looks pretty wicked and badass, and does dragon element damage. Pretty cool, pretty cool. But anywho, I think we'll take another break, and we'll come back with some mail after these commercial messages. We are back. Our email is where we read read mail and questions and the such like that. Mr. Apps, when are you going to beat Monster Hunter World? I don't know who wrote that one in. Was it you? No, 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 no. I, the, the hosts are prohibited from mailing in questions. Uh, over the holiday break, for sure. It's going to happen. Are you going to holiday? Not really. Not really, me neither. <laughs> uh, 
Okay, next question. For your first timer, Monster Hunter Generations or 4 Ultimate? Ooh, 4 Ultimate. Ooh, that's a, that's a toughie. I mean, I'm guessing since you're asking the question, someone's asking the question, I'm assuming that they have access to both. 3DS. Yeah, I'm, yeah both the 3DS and the Switch, right? Oh, well, yeah. I just say Monster Hunter Generations is not necessarily... Oh, oh well, definitely 4. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you're just talking yeah. Generations versus 4 Ultimate, yeah, it's not even a contest. If you're asking Monster Hunter Ultimate, I kind of mentioned about this question that, in my opinion, it depends on whether or not you like the story mode. You know, the story mode, because 4 will definitely give you more of a story motivation for pressing forward. Um, more likable characters. Generations Ultimate just really has no story, but it does have a lot of different ways to play. It's deeper with the with the weapon styles. I like the fact that I'm playing a dual. I found this really cool set of dual blades. Uh, well, no, we made it out that electric dragon Voltrex or whatever, and it really does a lot of damage. I mean, it's got a high damage rating. So normally I'm an insect gl- you know person, but I was just like, oh, but this is, and I started killing things with it so fast. Well, I can use aerial style with those twin daggers, which allows me to roll. And when I roll into a monster, I immediately launch up into the air and can come crashing down doing diving attacks. And they only they, they, they that works really well with the, with the daggers, twin swords, and it feels awesome. But I get mounting damage, so I can mount just as often as an insect person. Nice. So, so yeah, I mean that's like ultimate has just a lot more mechanics, uh, you know, going. But uh, generations old, but four four ultimate definitely has more. Would you agree? Yeah, uh, and I think it's also uh, in order for it. It's got a better flow to it. Talked about before how I think uh, generations takes a bit to get going, where four kind of throws you right in and kind of keeps you going until the end. So uh, four is a good intro, and then you can use generations to really dig into the series. Uh, when you first make a character, what sort of class is best to start out during character creation? Class? See, my mother always taught me there's never a right answer to a wrong question. Uh, <laughs> so this would be one of those. Yeah, you don't. That's the beauty of Monster Hunter games, boys and girls. You're not picking a class. You will design the. You know, you'll make your character a look. You can pick. Uh, but but aside from that, there's 14 different weapons, and you can use any of those five. Ask Mister mm-hmm. Apps. He changes out between every battle. I do. It's fun to try everything, so, uh, especially the bow. I've really enjoyed using the, my electric bow. Good yeah. times. Uh, last question here is Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate or Airbender? I don't want to split my time. Airbender? What? Uh, last Avatar, Airbender. Last Avatar. Uh, Avatar. Okay. Avatar. No, the Airbender. This cartoon show. What was it I called? Mean, Monster Hunter, obviously. It's, yeah. It's, the Last Avatar. The last isn't that what it's called? The la- oh, Avatar: The Last Airbender. Last yes. Airbender. There you go. All right, you can tell how much I keep up That's with this stuff. Good, good show. Good show. Really good show. Good show. Monster Hunter is the, the the choice. Yeah. No contest. Yeah. Right. So there you go. Uh, just just do that and, uh, and and do Monster Hunter, and you'll be whatever you just were. So yeah. So there you go. Thank you. Thank you for your questions. And uh, we look for questions from you. You can hit us up. I'm at JT Servant or at Ask Wheels or askwheels at rpgamer.com. You can let us know if you have more questions. We'll be happy to read them here. And we're going to keep this going because we're on that schedule still. So we're going to take another break and I believe we're coming back uh, with a trip to the canteen.
back. The canteen is just kind of where we talk about what we're doing next, wrap up our thoughts, etc., etc., etc. I hear, Mister Apps, you're going to be playing some Monster Hunter World. Yes, that's kind of what I'll be focusing on. Um, not necessarily ignoring Generations Ultimate, but yeah, World. I really need to to get back into and um, starting by making a new hammer because I haven't really used the hammer at all so I figured a good way to jump back in would be make a new weapon I haven't really used and kind of go from there I feel like you'll you'll enjoy that they they definitely have made some significant improvements to the hammer uh, I haven't played enough Excellent. in Generations Ultimate yet to, to, to compare it with that but comparing it with my, my experiences in 4 uh, yeah no definitely pretty cool including the idea that you can kind of like slide off the hill and do like this rolling <laughs> hammer attack um <laughs> I had That's a lot. Cool. I had a lot of friends doing that, so uh, doing that like nonstop. Uh, one of my friends, like he started playing Hammer, starting out the game, and he never he never went back. He played the entire game. He just <laughs> was so much in love. Didn't care about the faster weapons. And I, when I was playing the PC version with my brother, and I didn't want to play the Insect Lady through Monster Hunter World again. That's the cool thing about Monster Hunter Monster as if you're playing or you're helping some, some low-level quest and you feel like it's starting to get stale, try a different weapon. Uh, or, hmm. better yet, go from melee to range or range back to melee because they're, they're completely different experiences. So playing the hammer, being an insect glaive user who is constantly in the air, uh, trying to find ways to knock the monsters down and competing with up there, but ha- instead of having this bigger, slower hammer, I thought was going to be a major bummer because I like fast weapons. Uh, but it turns out that, no, there's a very solid feel to that hammer. There's just something visceral to knocking a monster upside the head, being the one who KO'd that monster next 10 seconds. And while the monster is lying half uncool coming out of its mouth, you go up and, and there's a combo you do with the hammer which just slams it down over and over and over. Like, bam, bam, bam from the Flintstones. Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> And you're just knocking that poor head. And I mean, in doing some of the easier mods, I was taking them out pretty quickly. Maybe even faster than my insect glaive, which I thought that asset. Yeah, no, it's it was like, okay, I can see the appeal of this. So I, I definitely like it better than, let's say, the greatsword, which is another slow weapon. It's just that, that, that kinetic feel of you're really knocking that monster around and pushing back with them with some weight. Uh, that's pretty cool. Can't quite dodge out of the way as fast as you don't have a block. Uh, so you do have to kind of keep that in mind. But a lot of the monsters I was beating up on, I had them on the rope so much that their offense was severely limited. <laughs> so I'm excited to see how, how you become the world's best hammer. Uh, we, we will see. I want to see you hammer Nergigant. <laughs> totally. You're really going to enjoy it when I fight this thing and fail in spectacular just, fashion. just want to see you fight him with a hammer. I'll be sitting back with my lance and shields up the entire time. <laughs> shields up, Captain! Uh, yeah. I, uh, uh, I've i got like four missions left to clear to, to, to 100% my three-star quest. It's like my never... I, I go back and I dip into a five-star <laughs> quest now just to beat up on another monster. Uh, but I'm still working on those. And you know, it's, it's funny you mentioned hammer because I've been dying a really good hammer in generation. I just mm. I'm always seem to be like that one part short, and I don't want to go out of my way just yet to start Googling up weapon parts. But, uh, you know, I do want to see what is a good solid hammer. And get, like it, a nice electric hammer that glows yeah, green. Yeah, right, that glows green. Yeah, that would be cool. <laughs> mm. One of the interesting things, if you're playing both games, so in Monster Hunter Generations, like every weapon's based off of 100 points 
So, you know, you have some ones that are 70, some that are 100, some that are 130. But if you got a hammer that's 100 and you got an insect glaive that's 100, then the idea is they both do roughly the same damage in the same amount of time. But when you play Monster Hunter World, your hammer will say something like 800 and your insect glaive will say 300. And you'll have no idea whether that's apples to, you know, like, does that mean they're the same? Are they in the same ballpark? Because there's a speed factor. Yeah, it's it's kind of confusing. Yeah. So it's a little tougher when you're, you know, in Monster Hunter World, if you're trying to compare different, you know, weapons from across the board. So I, I just pretty much relied on ranks. I figured a rank 7 insect like is probably better than a rank for Hammer. But, uh, yeah, something to think about. Uh, there is a mathematical formula behind it, apparently. Go into all the math. You, you, you can actually get down to it. I like the fact that Generations just tells you on, like, a scale of 100. That kind of gives you a good idea. Because that's when I saw those daggers from that electric monster and it was a 130 and my insect leaves like a 100 <laughs> yeah and of course you do have to take other things into consideration as well as far as like what's the durability of the weapon does it does it start you off in the green like there's some weapons that'll be 110 but they start off in the yellow condition well that's a penalty so the base value of the weapon might be 110 but the yellow condition means you're probably doing 85 percent damage anyway so yeah so if you're mostly going to be in that condition the whole time then mm-hmm. uh, not so good yeah if the weapon only has be... yeah if the weapon only has a sliver of green you're in trouble yeah you don't want to be sitting there sharpening every like two minutes yeah and weapons and the, and the whole damage some varies from game to game but keep in mind that generally speaking in monster hunter games the drop off in dps from green to yellow is quite significant mm-hmm. uh now from blue if you go from green to blue if you're going up there's green, there's blue, I think there's purple and white. Uh, those are percentages up, and they're nice to have, but they're not huge jumps. But when you do slip from green to yellow, it is a huge dip. Yeah, and yellow that's to orange you, is even worse. You really want to think about sharpening. Even if Nurga Kuga, whatever his name is, is, <laughs> is, is chasing you down. Like, just, just hop out to the next room. It's okay, it's generations, you can do that. Sharpen your weapon, come back. He'll be waiting for you, don't worry. He'll wait. Uh, yeah, so... Yeah, so I'll keep working on generations myself. I I will probably fart around in ultimate special, or uh, I'm sorry, in world Monster Hunter World. Especially if you say, "Hey, Phil, you want to jump on and uh, watch me fight Nurjagante?" I'm totally down for that. <laughs> I will. I will. I will be there with bells and whistles, <laughs> eagerly anticipating your encounter with the phenom. This is gonna happen, isn't it? Yeah, I'm very excited. Uh, and uh, so I'll be dipping my toe here and there, but I will mostly be focusing on generations of the four stars next, almost not three. And, uh, until, at least until Geralt comes, Geralt or Geralt, when the Witcher comes out, the expansion, I will mm-hmm. definitely to jump in that, uh, and check that out. So definitely. And of course we'll, we'll be talking about the expansion come. Yeah. Woo. Oh, and next, next show, next, uh, chapter 11, we will also be talking about for our investigation. We'll be talking about Kira. Which, by the way, if you get to fight Kieran, it's a little bit hard to find. He doesn't just pop up in World until you've gotten through, like, the story. So I, I think you'll be dealing Nergiganti. But uh, if you if you do have... There is a secret, kind of secret-ish way to get Kieran earlier. And if you happen to come across that and you have an itch to fight Kieran, make sure you... I'm going to sit down. Be a partner to that. Okay. <laughs> just, to, just to watch. I just like to watch. Uh-huh. Have, you, have you fought Kieran in the previous games? I probably have, but it's been a while. Oh, good. Good. Fight him for the first time again. For uh, yeah, no, uh, Kieran is awesome. And on the bright side, he doesn't use fire. You will want your you will want your anti electric armor. We found it. We finally found it. 
yeah. the non-fire one. We will we will give you all kinds of tips and tricks you need to be Kieran. Uh, I did. I will say uh, I did. I did uh, succumb to the temptation and looked up how to get him at low rank when I was first <laughs> playing the game, so that I could farm my very own and set for my female character. No reason why. I just you know it's it's the luck bonus. I think you get like when you have the full set, you get a bonus. Uh, for finding items and stuff, or trapping creatures, you get more parts or something like. Certainly not because of the way the outfit looks, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, everyone's gonna go and Google. Anywho, uh, Kieran is a very iconic uh, monster for the series, mm. so we will talk about Kieran next week. So there you go. Uh, that has been our show. Any last words, Mister Apps? Uh, no, I think that's it. Play more Monster Hunter. Yeah, and World. I. They're both on sale, oh, uh, pro- yeah. probably. So check it out. Lots of sales going on. You can find right. them both for you can find them both for cheaper. Yeah, yeah. I did see generations on sale several times over the last few weeks. I mean, it's that season, so definitely no reason not to get on that. And definitely let us know if you pick it up and you need some tips and tricks and stuff. Listen to our previous podcast. And yep. if there's something we haven't covered that's just bugging the heck out of you, we're happy yep. to help answer it. And, and I. I have. I did buy an additional copy on Xbox One, so if you have it there and have no one to play with, just uh, send us a message and I can help you out. There you go. And I'll remind you, until next time, may your weapons always stay sharp. Uh Stories from Monster Hunter is a production of RPGamer.com, your source for RPG news, reviews, podcasts, and more. Leave your comments on our forums or hit us up at Twitter. You can reach out to Phil at JC Servant and Michael Apps at Ask Wheels. Let us know what you think and help shape our future shows. When you got a craving to turn monsters into fashionable gear, come back and join us on The Hunt, Stories from Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter.